to the Rank Kings podcast that answers the age-old question. What cool things would we buy if we won the lottery? I'm Danny Weiser. With me, as always, is my co-host and the Scrooge McDuck to my Montgomery Burns. It's Ty McGowan. Ty, what's up, dude? What's up? We uh, had a little uh, malfunction real quick. My internet may or <laughs> may not have uh, have cut out, but uh, we're rocking. Well, that's what you get for not paying the bill. I've tried telling you. But. We definitely pay the bill. My roommates did replace our TV stand, so I'm wondering. It, this happened a couple of times last night, too. So I'm wondering if they might have knocked something loose. Oh, my. That, yeah, that might be it. Um, <laughs> quick, quick sort of short announcement. Is anybody going to care if we release on Fridays instead of Thursdays now? No, right? No. Probably not. No. There's no way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I got a new job. Things are a little wonky scheduling-wise. It would just be easier if we dropped episodes on Friday morning instead of Thursday morning. Sorry, Kev, who yeah. I think is probably the only person that this really affects at all. Yeah, this is this is just all Kev. That's it. <laughs> so I'll just I'll just message Kev later. Be like, hey, by the way, hope this is cool. Um, all right, Ty, we we're here to talk uh, cool things we would buy if we won the lottery. I had to make sure and put cool in there because if if somebody talks to us about like oh i would invest in this and this i i don't i'm not interested in boring answers i'm not interesting interested in like practical answers that would make for a terrible podcast i want to hear about cool like lavish nonsensical things that we would buy if we won the lottery yeah invest it's just not fun it's like obviously yeah the smart thing to do is invest but like who cares mm-hmm <laughs> No yeah. one wants to hear about not your interested in it for this podcast. No, could not be less interested. So had to put the caveat of cool things. Uh, having said that, I say let's just dive right in. Your list A. Okay, I'm list A. Hold on. I'm zooming from my phone, so I forgot that my list was on my phone. So, okay, got it pulled up. Okay, list A. Uh, honorable mentions theme is a little bit of travel, a little bit of sports, kind of two in one. Uh, first honorable mentions – I want to see a football game at every Power 5 college. Uh, For those that don't know, Power 5 is Pac-12, SEC, Big Ten, and ACC. So, like, Michigan, USC, UCLA, uh, uh, Michigan State, Ohio State, Florida, which I've already done, but who cares, Clemson, you know, those kind of schools. Is the Big 12 not in the Power 5 anymore? Did I not say Big 12? I'm not sure. I always forget about Big 12 because it's basically just, yeah, I want to go see Texas and Oklahoma, and that's about it. (laughs) You don't want to go to Baylor games, dude? The only reason I would go to a Baylor game is because it's right by a river, so the caveat would have to be like, okay, someone's Mm -hmm. having a boat party right by the stadium. Yeah. Nice disc golf course that runs along that river, by the way. Oh. Just fun fact for everybody yeah. out there. Not a big disc. Fun fact that everybody cares about. Not a big disc golfer. Uh, fun so. fact that everybody's excited to hear. Yeah, not a big disc golfer. Okay, not everyone did an entire episode on how disc golf is the greatest thing ever on Mad About Movies. <laughs> Listen, it was a bit that I stand by. <laughs> uh, okay, my next one, see see a game at every EPL stadium. That's uh, English Premier League soccer. So that's the highest oh, level you can you. go to. Uh, I mean, the fans are insane, so you got to imagine, like, the atmosphere is just amazing to go to at all the – like, 
you that you have towns that are as big as like Beaumont, Texas, that just go insane for their soccer team, who's not good. Yeah, have you been watching that Welcome to Wrexham on Hulu? No, I want to wait until all the episodes. That's like a something I want to like binge. Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah, it's it's very fun though because they talk about like Wrexham is this little town in Wales, and it's a very very small town that lives and dies with this soccer team. Like these people are like, when my soccer team is bad, I want to freaking die. Like it's yeah, it makes, they're so so into it. It's crazy. It makes no sense. It's like if like the Montgomery biscuits fans were just like, I live and breathe triple a baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Good for them though, I guess. Uh, and then top, uh, my honorable mentions, see a game at every MLB stadium. Yeah. I mean, that's, I've already knocked out a few, but like, that's, that's my dream. What's the top of your wish list of ones you haven't gone to yet? Oh, um, Fenway park. Yeah. Really up, really high up there. I want to see the the new Seattle stadium looks kind of cool. Yeah, I also feel like the Brewers. Sta- I feel like Brewers are good baseball fans. I can see that. That would be, yeah. and then obviously like Colorado, but like not for the baseball team, just for the atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> just because, yeah, just because Colorado's cool. Uh, and then, uh, well, I've been to Wrigley. I've been to the new Atlanta stadium. I've been to the Pittsburgh stadium. I haven't been to St. Louis, but I really don't want – that's going to be like, okay, I'll just begrudgingly go yeah. to St. Louis. <laughs> yeah, that's not – I don't think that's an exciting one. Marlins would be fun to just look at. Like, look, they don't know how to design a baseball stadium. <laughs> yeah. The, the uh, A's going to, see one, going to see an Oakland A's game, it's just like, oh, this is fun. 90% of the stadium is shut down. Yeah. Why do you guys do this? That would be a great one. You don't even have to win the lottery for that. You just buy a five dollar yeah, ticket like, <laughs> and you can walk into the club seats. <laughs> you and twelve other people in that stadium watching an A's game. It sounds fun. Um, okay, my my honorable mentions theme is stuff from movies. So just fake things, things that aren't real that I can't actually buy. Um, and my first one is Smart House. Okay, not not like a Smart House like with Alexa or with like light bulbs that i can dim with my phone i don't mean that i mean smart house from the 1999 disney movie smart house um this is smart house i was how it was designed not after the kid reprograms it and turns it like kind of evil you know what i mean right yeah yeah i just mean the smart house the way that it was it, it the house cleans itself it cooks for you it feeds the dog it acts as your personal assistant it does all of the annoying stuff that you don't want to do uh like around your house it does it all for you Sounds perfect. Remember, Sounds like the best thing ever. Remember when he was like, I want to see the beach, and like the whole wall turned into the beach? Yeah, that's, <laughs> un- that's rad. That's so rad. Um, so yeah, I my first fake thing is Smart House. My second one is an Iron Man suit. Obviously. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, being able to fly would is the big thing here. I, like, I have no interest in becoming a superhero. I don't... I, don't want to. A lot of responsibility seems very stressful, not into it. But being able to fly, being completely protected at all times while wearing it, and like like maybe helping some people along the way. I'm not like diving headfirst into war or anything, but if someone needs help on the road, then like I can help them. Um, but yeah, being able to fly and like just knowing for sure that I'm safe no matter where I'm at. You kidding me? The, the, the best part of the Iron Man suit is you never have to fly in a public airplane ever again. Yeah. 
Because that's the yeah, worst. Exactly. That's my nightmare. Is just being yeah, in. You a, also just, just like don't in an airport. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you also just don't really have to drive. Like especially if it's like the one. Doesn't he have one that like comes out of his watch or something, or like a briefcase or something like that? At one point, yeah. Doesn't he keep advancing it? Like I just, I'll carry a briefcase around and like just pop it off whenever I'm get to work or whatever. Well, the you most, know what I mean? the most recent one is like it's like he just touches his chest and it forms around him. Yeah, that's rad. I want that real bad. So that's my number two. And my last one is a dinosaur. Okay. Because according to the Jurassic World movies, they're not really that expensive, and I could easily afford multiple dinosaurs by winning the lottery. Yeah, that would be a great like you know how Texas has this random like we have exotic animals ranches. Yeah. It'd be great to have like yeah. an all herbivore dinosaur ranch. Yeah, I, I appreciate the all herbivore distinction because you were about to just describe the plot of Jurassic Park. <laughs> so I'm glad that you gave the all herbivore uh <laughs> caveat there but like I just, yeah so an, an indoraptor in fallen kingdom which is like the perfect hybrid of a t-rex and a velociraptor sold for like 28 million which is wildly cheap for, for a dinosaur an ankylosaurus which i've always thought ankylosaurus were pretty cool they were 10 million a piece i just buy a few of those and make them outdoor pets just for reference everyone the highest paid player in the mlb May has a contract of four hundred and thirty million dollars, and a dinosaur yeah. is twenty eight million tops. And not even a dinosaur, like the dinosaur, like the peak should be the most expensive dinosaur. Twenty eight million dollars. Your regular everyday dinosaurs are like eight to ten. Are you kidding me? It's so dumb. Stupid Jurassic World. But yeah, uh, that that's my last honorable mention. Is just a dinosaur. That's a good one. Um, okay, I'll go my number 10. This is probably the most boring one on my list, uh, but I'm just going private jet. Like I said, I hate dealing yeah. with the airport. I hate getting on public planes. They're just, it's the worst thing in the world. Uh, just private yeah. jet, get on the tarmac, leave, don't wait on anybody. That's that's the dream. Mm-hmm. It's a boring answer, yeah, but choice. it's just, it would make my life so much easier. Because, you know, I'm flying everywhere. I mean, I fly like once a year, and it's right. I hate going to the airport. Yeah. I have a sort of sim. – I also have a public transportation uh, choice later, like a long-distance transportation choice coming up later on my list. Oh, uh, did so. you get the Tesla truck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, my number 10, it's a movie prop. And it's the really large one ring movie prop that they used in the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Um, there's a prop of the one ring that they use in the movies. That's, that's huge that they only use for close up shots. Like I saw a picture of it and it's like the size of a pizza. Like it's (laughs) like, it's the size of a large pizza, but it's just the one ring. Um, they used it specifically for, you know, the shot of the ring that's like half buried in snow before Boromir picks it up on the mountain. Yeah. They use this ring for that shot. This like big giant one. Um, and I just I think it would be a cool like if I was to own any movie prop I think that would probably be the one it would very be a very be a lot cooler than one of the small ones that that like uh what's his face 
Elijah Wood. Yeah. <laughs> Why did I forget Elijah Wood's name? That Elijah Wood was walking around with, like around his, like that's cool. That would be cool, whatever. But if I get on one of the giant ones, it's the size of a friggin' pizza. That'd be awesome. Would you? Would you put a necklace on it and wear it around, like obviously, like Flavor Flav? Yes, obviously, Flavor Flav. Yes, <laughs> his clock. Necklace. Yes, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Obviously, I would. You have to. Not all the time, but at least like sometimes. Like for special occasions, like a wedding or you know something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. It's, that's my like going out attire. Oh, it's it's, it's black tie, giant pizza sized ring. Oh, it's a black tie event. Okay, let me accessory. get my ring. <laughs> I just the accessory. Yeah, that's my number ten. That's the movie prop. That's the only movie prop I have, but it's the one that I would want. That's good. I don't have any movie props. Um, okay, my number nine. I think it might be the only one we possibly could be sharing, but a lifetime supply of Tobo Chico. Yeah, nice. Oh, I just want like a swimming pool of Topo Chico. For reference, that doesn't sound great. That sounds real. That sounds awesome. <laughs> sounds like it could get real. Don't gross. bubbles, dude. <laughs> um, no, it's just water. Uh, for reference, everyone, we are not like we didn't budget this entire list. This is separate mm-hmm. picks for the lottery. It's not all yeah. under one lottery. Um, but there's gotta be a dollar amount that if you went to Topo Chico and said, Hey, I won the lottery. If how much do I have to give you right now to be guaranteed a lifetime supply of Topo Chico? They've got to have a dollar amount in mind, right? I would go to Topo right now and say, where do I put the tattoo for a lifetime supply of Topo Chico? Oh, I would, I would, if that were a thing, I would do that right now. Like I do. I've been thinking about getting one anyway. Yeah, I would get one. I probably wouldn't like my arm would be the most visible place I'd put it. But like, if they were like. Okay, you got to put this Topo Chico tattoo on your neck. I would actually think about it. <laughs> I would do it. For a lifetime. For a lifetime supply for yeah. free? Yeah, I would do it without a doubt. Yeah. Love me. I also time. want to I want to realize the stream of swimming in a small pool of Topo Chico. <laughs> I want to see what that feels like. It's all I can think about now. <laughs> You're like uh, you know the uh, Scrooge McDuck gif where he dives into the pool of gold uh-huh. coins. Just Danny diving yeah. into his pool of Topo Chico. A very bubbly pool of Tobo Chico. I wanted that. Honestly, I'm going to have a hard time recording the rest of this podcast. It's all I can think about is what it would feel like to be surrounded by Tobo Chico. It's amazing. Wouldn't be gross. It's just water. It just is bubbly. So there's nothing gross about it. Does it not get, does mineral water not get sticky? I don't think so. I think it's just water. Maybe I'm thinking like club soda. Maybe. I don't know. It might hurt is what I'm. Hurt? Like it might cut. Yeah, it might like not. The bubbles might not feel great. Isn't that like the whole know. point of like a bubble bath? <laughs> Different kind of bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> not the same kind of bubbles at all. Uh, okay, my number nine is I would just buy like a whole house for my dog. Not a dog house. Like I don't mean like a Snoopy style little tiny dog house that sits in the backyard. I mean just like a house. Not a huge one. Not an extravagant one. House. But a nice but a nice little like eight hundred square foot oh, like a two like bedroom. Two two bedroom, one bath house for my dog. Okay. I'm down for that. You know I mean? Yeah. He deserves it. I listen, I it's is it impractical? Yeah. But he deserves the world. And if I was super rich, I would absolutely spoil him with his own house that's just like in my backyard. I And like his house would open up into my backyard so he could just run freely back and forth between either house whenever he wanted to I, because he deserves that. I fully support this. All dogs deserve their own house. 
I agree. I hundred percent. I was at a tailgate this Saturday, and it wasn't a very big house we were at, and there were four dogs. And people, some people were complaining that there were that many dogs. I was like, "This is awesome." You gonna talk to those people? We're eating yeah. brisket. We're not friends with those people. Watching football, drinking beer since nine thirty a.m. And there's mm-hmm. four dogs. This is the greatest day ever. Yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not down to hang out with people that are going to complain about there being four dogs at a house party. You know what I mean? <laughs> not interested in being friends with those people. There was so I was somewhere with some of my new coworkers, and there was some I never judged someone faster in my entire life. We were at someone's house. They just got a new puppy. It's a golden doodle. So cutest, cutest heck, just Perfect. amazing. Yeah. His name's Astro after the Astros, which Great. I also love. Yeah, and great. Astro gets up on the couch with me and this other coworker who I will not mention is sitting right next to me or sitting on the other side of the dog. And she was, she was like, I, I'm just not a dog person. And I was just, uh, mm. I, I just judged you mm-hmm. more than, more than mm-hmm. faster than anyone I've ever judged in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hundred percent. I would. I not. I don't. I don't want to know that person. Don't bring her on the show. Not interested <laughs> in her being a guest on the on the rankings. You know what I mean? Not about it. Um, That's my number nine. Okay, uh, I'm up. My number eight. I want to build like an old school, like '50s era local movie theater. Just two screens. Nice. I pick which movies are playing. So, for instance. Since May, it would just be Top Gun and whatever other movie I would want to be showing. Um, yeah, Top Gun and also Top Gun. Yeah, yeah, Top Gun. Yeah, did you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Top Gun, Maverick. Yeah, Top Gun. we're on the same page. <laughs> uh, Correct. Yeah, Top Gun, Maverick, and also Top Gun, Maverick on both screens at yeah. the same time. And in the middle, you would have the the concession stand. We would all, all also sell alcohol, obviously, because why not? Of course. Um, but yeah, yeah, just an old school movie theater that I own that I get to pick which movies play. Yeah, because that would be sick. Because I, I love a Cineplex, but I'm also kind of getting tired of like, okay, your theater 22 on your right, and I have to walk three miles to the movie theater. <laughs> yeah, I have looked into um, like what it would take to open and start your own theater, but then I remembered like I live in Sherman, Texas. I, we already have two theaters. You, there's no room for a third here. I feel like you would have made a lot of money on Top Gun in Sherman. <laughs> I maybe, dude. Cinemark already has, so why not just skeef off of that a little bit? Yeah, that's a great pick. Um, my number eight, it's the most boring and practical choice on my list, a maid. I just, I, it would be nice to have a maid. I just, cleaning up your house sucks. I don't enjoy cleaning. I do it begrudgingly because I don't like living in a dirty place, but if I could just have someone do that for me, it'd be great. Yeah. That's why I always get a roommate who likes to clean. Yeah, I say I live alone, and so it's all up to me. Cleaning this entire apartment by myself, every inch of it, I have to clean alone, and I'm tired of it. I want to made. I don't have made money, but I have made aspirations. Well, maybe we'll make money on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, sorry, never, I couldn't. Literally, I never. couldn't finish that chance. sentence without laughing. Yeah, uh, <laughs> absolutely not. Uh, okay, my number six. No, my number seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna buy a private island. It's it's Ooh. the best vacation spot because it's secluded. I can clearly only invite who I want to invite. Um, and I would Ooh. specifically want a private island in that area of the Caribbean where there's like a bunch of pigs that swim in the water. Do you know what I'm talking about? Ooh. Yes, I do. They, and it looks very fun. Yeah. 
and it would just be fun to just sit on the beach like okay hey i'm i'm going to my private island i'm just gonna sit on the beach and get hammered all day and then go inside and go with to a bunch bed. of pigs yeah <laughs> yeah gonna get hammered with a bunch of pigs it sounds awesome i have a similar pick coming up later um it's a great idea my number seven, I, I'm not a car guy. I need to get that out of the way. There are going to be specifics that maybe I'll screw up here, or maybe I just don't know what I'm talking about. So if you're a car guy, I'm sorry. Just forgive me. But I would like a 1968 Jeep Gladiator truck gutted and rebuilt as an electric vehicle. Okay. That is my rich person dream car. I've always loved the body style on these old, just old trucks in general. I love old trucks and how they look and how they were built. Um, and I've always thought the old Jeep Gladiator is really cool. Um, but I don't know anything about cars. I don't want to go through the day-to-day maintenance that's required to keep an old truck running. You know what I mean? Right. Like there's just, there's a lot more maintenance on those than there is modern cars. I don't want to do it. So if I was rich, I would buy one, totally gut it and rebuild it with like refurbished interior that like looked original. Or like I would get as close to original as I can, but like new and clean and not going to like rip and stuff. You know what I mean? Um, a few modern upgrades like a Bluetooth stereo and power windows and locks and heat and AC and a backup camera and like all those bells and whistles that I'm now spoiled by in modern cars. I want all that. And then like everything underneath the truck is all new and modern. The engine, I want an electric, uh, engine just cause I, that's the way of the future, I think. Um, and so basically the only thing that's like original in this truck is the body. I want the body of a Jeep Gladiator, a 1968 Jeep Gladiator truck. Everything else is new and modern. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't get the backup so, camera, though. Like, even in cars that have it, I never use it. I I just can't. I, I, I am hooked on it. I, can, I will never own another vehicle that doesn't have a backup camera. See, I've, I've driven cars, like a lot of cars, with backup cameras. And I when I back up with the rearview mirror and, like, looking out like i just can't back up with the camera for some reason uh it it's uh, it's like second nature to me i am annoyed when i have to drive a vehicle that doesn't have a backup camera at this point i'm totally reliant on it when driving at this point i don't want to ha- i don't want to go without it i refuse that was the one thing i when i like went to buy my car i bought it like four years ago so i didn't like recently buy it but i went i said hey i have one requirement everything else is negotiable i have to have a backup camera don't show me a vehicle that does not have a backup camera interesting i just hate having to like crane your neck and turn your back and you know what i mean it's just it's so uncomfortable i'm so tired of it so backup camera is the way to go i just don't trust backup cameras it's a camera what's not to trust i just don't trust technology man it's like it's my thing with robots i would rather like if i'm gonna dad if i'm gonna hit something my dad's the same way if i'm gonna hit something i'd rather it be my fault than relying on technology it's showing you a live feed what are you talking about i don't trust it (laughs) it's just showing you exactly what's happening behind your car at that exact moment i don't know what the worry is you are making very good points that have no (laughs) effect on me whatsoever My dad's the exact same way. My dad drives a big old diesel truck that has a backup camera. He's like, I won't use it. I'll just use my mirrors. My old school. Now, see, I would never okay. drive a diesel Grandpa. truck. That's just like, that's too big for me. <laughs> he uses, like, he actually, like, it's a has a point to have it. It's not just driving a big truck for the sake of having a big truck. Like, he actually utilizes it. But, yeah, I agree. I don't want a big truck. Yeah. Um, okay. My number six. I want to travel the world for a year. 
just a full year, mm. never – I'm not going home, just country to country, place to place, just kind of backpacking slash tr- mostly trains when I'm in Europe, kind of just like just go hit every point on the globe that I want to hit. Nice. Yeah. I I couldn't do that. I have to be able to go home to recharge every now and then. See, I can just recharge at like a hotel room. I mean, I won the lottery. I'm going to stay in a nice hotel. That's a good point. Yeah, if you're, I, you said, I, I got backpacking stuck in my mind. So I'm like, you're like couch hopping or staying in crappy little like hostels or hotels or whatever. Well, like there would be. Yeah, it's a good point. You are rich. Like when I'm when I'm in the Scotland Highlands, I would like to go like camping for a week, like do that mm-hmm. kind of backpacking. But like then I'd be in Edinburgh. I'm going to the five star hotel that has like spa treatments and i'm gonna recharge there for a sense. day and then like the train i'm only gonna ride like first class trains around everywhere yeah that makes sense it's a good pick um my number six is uh i want to have dinner at komoda in Issei city japan okay um, komoda is a three star or three michelin star sushi restaurant in japan uh, and the menu is uh, served omakase style, which translates to I leave it up to you, meaning that you sit down and the chef is going to get to be creative as he wants to and serve you what he thinks is best, which I just think is a very fun and cool idea for a dining experience. Um, it, it just sounds like a super cool, like kind of incredible experience. I couldn't find a price online because I assume it changes based on like what they have available that day. Uh, but I saw that for like high quality omakase, you can generally expect it to be about three hundred to four hundred a person. Um, might be more here since it is literally a three Michelin star uh, sushi restaurant. So I assume it's like crazy expensive. But just traveling to Japan and being able to like just have or give this sh- this like super talented sushi chef the freedom to just be like, hey, whatever you think is best and whatever you think I'll enjoy the most, serve that to me. That sounds awesome. Yeah, Houston Houston has a lot of good sushi restaurants, and they do that. And if you're in an area that – it's got to be a good sushi restaurant. It can't be just like, this yeah. is where I go to get sushi. But I highly suggest yeah. – I've never been disappointed doing that. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Have you ever – did you ever watch The League, the TV show? It's just a TV show about – yeah. Did you ever see the episode where it's – I think it's – it's not Timothy Oliphant. It's the other guy that looks exactly the same as him. Um, but he's like a sushi chef, and they order the chef special, and then they get really weirded out because he's a white sushi chef. Is it the dude that keeps saying Omaha? <laughs> yeah, he's from Omaha. Okay. <laughs> Oma- I remember. Omaha? <laughs> I remember that because we, uh, I, we, I used to have poker nights all the times with my friends, and one of the card games we'd play is called Omaha, and just that would pop in my head for some reason is that dude saying Omaha. Where are you from? Omaha. Oh, Omaha, Nebraska? We don't want a corn husker making our sushi. Yeah, yeah. that was a good Yeah, I, I think going to a three Michelin star sushi restaurant in Japan and having like one of the most talented sushi chefs in the world just being like, hey, whatever you feel like making me, that's what I'm going to eat. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, okay. My number five, this definitely gave my list away. I mean, I think, I don't know how you were, if you worded this the same when you sent it, to, when you sent it to Kev, but I want season box seats for the Houston Astros. Now. Yeah. I, I, I worded it as season box seats for your spa- for favorite sports franchise. Now, 
I do not want like four box seats, like in a box season tickets. I mm-hmm. want the entire box to myself. So only yeah. the people I would want to watch a baseball game with would be able to be in the yeah. box. It's an important distinction. Yeah. And it would I just be I a was, big flex if I just went to a baseball game alone and had the entire box to myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Remember I was 13 uh, and like our all-star tournament had just ended or whatever, my baseball team. Um, and one of the parents of the kids on our team uh, were like lawyers. And so their company had like season box seats or whatever. And they let us go one time. And we didn't realize that everything wasn't free. Oh. Like the stuff, the candy, the candy oh. and stuff in the cabinets was like, if you take it, you have to pay extra for it. Cause we all just loaded up. Like we took as much candy and like sodas and stuff out of those cabinets as we possibly could. And then found out like a week later, my dad was like, Hey, did you guys take a bunch of candy? And I was like, oh, yeah, dude, we took a ton. It was awesome. I can't believe everything was free. He's like, yeah, it wasn't, you idiots. They had to pay for all of that. (laughs) So we got in a lot of trouble. We had no clue, though, and it was awesome. It was like the best day of my life. Yeah, see, my my box would be like – it would be one of those boxes where everything's catered. Like it would just be catered. Yeah, we had that. We had tons of catered food. We just there were also like, hey, if you take this extra candy and stuff, you have to pay for it. And so we weren't happy with just the catered food. We wanted friggin' like Snickers bars and Reese's and stuff. <laughs> that's hilarious. It was awesome. Uh, yeah, that's a great pick. Uh, I have a sort of similar one coming up. Um, but my number five is I want just my own personal train. Like you mentioned, you mentioned having having a private jet. I'm weirded out by flying. I don't love the idea of flying, and so like I would, I, I just love the idea of traveling the country by train. Uh, but like buying a train ticket means you usually get a small compartment, and there are like specific meal times, and you have to sit with strangers and all that. If I was super rich, I would love to just have my own train. And I don't know, I have no idea how this works. Like I don't know if it's like my own personal train car that I just get to attach to another train that's already running. Or if I can have my own train that just gets inserted into the train. I have no clue how this works. All I know is that I want my own personal train car for traveling the country. So I can eat what I want when I want. I don't have to share a bathroom with a bunch of strangers. I'm not confined to this one tiny room. I want my own car. The Danny Express. Yeah, so, yeah, I w- I'm sure I would come up with something more similar, but that's what I want. I just want my own personal train so that if I feel like taking a cross-country trip, I can just hop in my train and go. The Wiser Whistler. <laughs> that's better. Still weird, but better. <laughs> it's very Definitely weird. better than the Danny Express. The Wiser Whistler sounds like a train or something very dirty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I d- you know... What you just did, though, is Brian, if he listens to this, is going to take that and run with it, and I'm never going to be able to escape it. So thank you for that, I guess. He still won't let the Sherman Strangler thing go. He's been going on that for like a year now. So thank you. Uh, What would be great is if he just drops it for like two years and then just brings it back hardcore. (laughs) Yeah, which is a very Brian thing to do. Um, Okay. That's my number five. My number four is a lake house specifically on lake travis Mm -hmm. i know all of our non-texas listeners have no idea what i'm talking about 
it's a lake like directly outside of Austin, which is the coolest city in the country. Um, but I want to have a big, like a big lake house on Lake Travis where I can just go chill. I love lakes. Mm-hmm. I'm big lake guy over beach. I love both, but I'd rather be on a lake, lake house. I've had jet skis. I'd have a pontoon boat. I'd have a wakeboarding boat, like everything. Yeah. Easy call. I, obvious call. I'd the, obviously have like a, a two story dock so I could have a dive. You could dive off, obviously. Of course. Uh, yeah, have just, to. I'd have one of those docks that also has the kitchen too, so I could have a beer fridge out mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd have everything. Yeah, love an, love an outdoor kitchen. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great call. Um, okay, my number four. Sort of similar to your early pick. I want I want to buy stake in the Dallas Mavericks. Okay. I, I don't just want season tickets. I want to like buy in and have actual stakes. I, that comes with box seats. I need. Yeah. To, I have to point that out. If you're if you have stake in like a legitimate stake in the franchise, you're going to get your own box seats. So that's included. Yeah, but you'd almost but like, rather be like you'd be courtside more than you'd be box seats. Right. Maybe I'd like to have the option, you know, having the option. There's some nights where I just want to watch the game and not be surrounded by people. Like I may just want to hang out in the box, but yeah, most of the time I'm going to want to be courtside for sure. Cause Um, in that you might be able to talk to Luca if you're courtside. Listen, if I'm part owner, if I'm like, if I have stake in the franchise, I'm sure I could find a way to talk to him. Well, here's the thing. It's great. You will definitely be able to talk to him if you're an owner, but the only time he could ever high five you after hitting a three, just dap you up real you're quick, right. is if you're courtside. I think in super important games you're courtside, but I think that just like it's Tuesday night and we're playing the Trailblazers in October. Like I'll sit in the box for that. You know, I, I mean? think you I go all in for that. I think you go all in. You become the Spike Lee of Mavs basketball. <laughs> <laughs> good point it's it's not a bad point uh but yeah just ha- having legitimate stake in the team uh would be cool i, I want to sit at the table you know what i mean like i, I i'm not going to be able to make any legitimate decisions that's fine i understand that it would be cool to be there for some of the decisions now do the mavericks offer that no i do not think so i don't th- i think there's only a few select sports franchises that let you do something like that and I, i'm almost positive the mavericks aren't one of those franchises but listen when you're super rich you just make stuff happen it's part of being rich if you were a part owner is boban still on the team As a player, uh, <laughs> maybe not. I don't know, uh, but it's and in the front office, absolutely. He's a glue guy, man. You need him in the locker room. You listen. Yeah, he's a bench coach. He doesn't have to play if he's on the team. Yeah, get hire him to be the ben, be, to be a bench coach where he's still on the bench. He's still in the locker room. Still a vibes guy is, but he doesn't expect minutes. <laughs> I want him there, but like in uniform, doesn't need to be. That's my number four. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. My number three, I've talked about my top three a lot, so this is no surprise to the listeners. But my number three, I want to use bookstore. I want to buy a used bookstore, and I want to yeah. work there and just, just you know, read books all day and just vibe. Used bookstores are amazing. Yeah, I love a used bookstore. Yeah, that's that's all I want. I mean, there's really no, like – you don't need to win the lottery to buy a used bookstore. I mean, they're 
they last for about a year and then go under. But like, I would love to just yeah. drain money into a used bookstore so I can just sit there all day, every day. Yeah, that's that's the problem because that's another like. I've looked into it because it's like, man, I would love to own a bookstore. I don't think it would be super expensive to get one started. They just don't make money. <laughs> Between Amazon and like Barnes and Noble and even like Half Price Books, which is a national chain that has kind of taken over the used bookstore market, yeah. there's just not a lot of money to be made for most used bookstores these days. Yeah. So. But I agree. I w- it would be a great life, especially like have a little small coffee shop attached. It'd be perfect. Yeah. Um, okay. My number three, I don't, I don't want to own a private Island. I want to buy a small town. Okay. Like Like just a whole town. Shit's Creek style. (laughs) I want to buy a little town. Um, I saw this article about this abandoned 256 acre town in Oregon that you could buy for less than $4 million. I want it. I want to buy that small town and then just rebuild it from the ground up. What if you bought it and like remodeled it after like a TV? I'm thinking of like a TV show town of a small town. So One Tree Hill, you can model it after that town or whatever. <laughs> like make it look like a downtown area from a TV show or a movie. That's so funny. I just <laughs> make it look like Tree Hill, North Carolina. That's what I built <laughs> this town in Oregon to do. That's so funny. I just I think it would be cool to just like this is my town and like I get like, I'm going to help facilitate the rebuild of this. T- it would just be cool. I think. What would it be? Would it be, be cool? What, rich what, what would be the name of the town? I have no, I have no clue. Not, I would not name it after myself. No, no, the, I'm not, it, no main street would be wiser way. That would be main street, but the town, the name of the town has to be good. I don't know. I, 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 I like the idea of just like finding some uh, something historical with the area and naming it after that. Maybe That's like if it's a if it's the occasional like rare, unproblematic historical figure from the area. Good or luck, an animal or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, I don't know. I could find something. Certainly would not name it after myself. That's too weird. No, yeah, no. But but Main Street would be Wiser Way. Like you got to name Main Street Wiser Way. Yeah. I, I could also just call it Shits Creek, Oregon. Or, you know, <laughs> yeah. Or you can name your park. You have a wiser park. Yeah, something like that. My last name works for stuff like that. I just I don't want to name the whole town after myself. Danny Town. <laughs> Wiserville. Yeah, that's awful. That's awful. <laughs> that's so bad. Uh, okay, my number two. I want a 1969 powder blue Ford Bronco. It's my favorite car. Yeah. And I want it so freaking bad. That's it. I don't have anything else to say about this. I'm not going to explain what it looks like. You just look it up because I'm going to sound stupid if I explain it. But I just want a 1969 powder blue Ford Bronco. Yeah, there's not much much else you need. Can I tell you something, though? Yeah. My, my first draft of this list before you sent me yours. It was the electric car idea, but a 1969 Ford Bronco. It's the greatest car ever made. Yeah, it rules. Sorry, James it's, Bond, yeah. Aston Martin. The Ford, the 1969 Ford Bronco is the greatest car ever. It's a great car. I would love a modernized version of it. It would be awesome. What if we had an F1 league, but it was only 1969 Ford Broncos? 
That almost certainly exists in Appalachia somewhere. <laughs> I'm almost positive that exists. I would get up at 6 a.m. to watch an F1 race if it was only 69 Ford Broncos. My This doesn't have to do with Ford Broncos, but it has to do with like racing cars. My dad, when I was a little kid, he like for this he did this charity event that was sponsored by Dr. Pepper, but it was like dirt track car racing. Yeah. yeah. Um and every single lap you would have to stop in the pit in the uh, you have to make make a pit stop and chug a Dr. Pepper. And you couldn't keep driving until you finished chugging the Dr. Pepper. And so he just I have this vivid I'm like four. I think, and for some reason have this vivid memory of him just driving the loudest car of all time super fast around this track and having to stop every single lap to chug a Dr. Pepper. So it's like it's like a drunk driving Mario Kart, but with Dr. Pepper. Yes, yeah. but with Dr. Pepper because Dr. Pepper sponsored the charity event. Right, and yeah. it probably would be the wrong message if it was like, chug a beer every lap, <laughs> drive this <laughs> yeah, car. Would, yeah, not great, not great. But sorry for some, just talking about like – F1 in Appalachia with Ford Broncos just made me think of of that. Which, by the way, is that my calling? Is that what I should pursue is the Dr. Pepper dirt track? Uh, I'd rather see that league? than any F1 race. <laughs> it's not a bad point. Okay, my number two is I would like a house with a built-in Whataburger a la Richie Rich. Nice. Yep. So. Yeah, you remember how Richie Rich had a McDonald's in his house? I was literally I talking that, about this like two days ago in the office, and I was like, do y'all remember Richie Rich, and he had that McDonald's? Like, I thought that was the height of luxury, and I still kind of do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want that but Whataburger instead. Like, I just in a small section of my house, I there only needs to be one person working at a time. I don't need, like, a whole entire restaurant. I just want to be able to walk to a part of my big house because I'm rich, obviously, order whatever I want off the Whataburger menu and have it made for me right there. Yeah. It's a dream. It's the ultimate dream. Not having to leave my house, still have – like, they have the whole menu. If a new limited edition or limited item or whatever comes out, like, that's coming – it's still a restaurant. They still get all that stuff that right. the restaurant get. It's just – it's in my house and not open to the public. You can only get it if you're my guest. Yeah. That's what I want. One, I just one dude. I just just one dude working in there. Like I would gain. It's open. Three hundred pounds if I had a Whataburger in my house. Probably, but you're rich, so you you're rich, so you can find ways to shed that weight. It's fine. Doesn't matter. You're rich. Rules do not apply to rich people. I would die at the want age the of fifty in my house. if I had a Whataburger in my house. Yeah, but a, how stoked would you be leading up to that? Local billionaire dies from eating too many <laughs> sweet and or sour. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the dream. It'd be it's the dream. dangerous. It would be dangerous. Mm-hmm. I mean, I live walking oh, yeah, die, distance dream. from a Whataburger right now, and it's dangerous. <laughs> mm-hmm. Imagine it's just like being able to go downstairs into your kitchen and being like, hey, can I get a sweet and spicy bacon burger meal with onion rings and a large chocolate pepper? Thank you. And it's right there. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Yeah, that's not bad. Very proud of that pick. Um, Very proud of that pick. Okay, my number one, I want to buy a local record shop. And I want to sit in that record Mm -hmm. shop. I get to pick what music plays. And I get to just sit back and judge people on their music taste. Just like Jack Black (laughs) and High Fidelity. I would never come to that record shop. (laughs) Ever. 
all I would do all day, sit back, listen to music. I would I would hire like just random, only cool, random like college kids who just have nothing else to do. Like are clearly failing out of currently failing out of college, like those kind of college kids who only listen to music and it would be great. That's all I do. Maybe have like an occasional yeah. concert on the roof, like an Empire Records, but yeah. Yeah. Just only vinyl, nothing but vinyl. Right. And just playing music all day, sitting there, not doing anything. <laughs> I just want a big room yeah. <laughs> with records that I don't have to do anything in. <laughs> yeah. It's a good call. Uh, okay. My number one, the thing that I would absolutely splurge money on if I was super rich. I want a lookalike to go do stuff that I don't feel like doing. Okay. So I, I just want to hire a dude that looks exactly like me. If he has to get surgery to look even more exactly like me, that's fine. I'll pay for that. That's I'm the rich person. I will. That's on me. But like, I just, just think like jury duty, send a look like DMV need to make an appearance, need to make an appearance at a rich person party. that rich people have to go to send a look like meeting at the bank. Cause rich people wait, have wait, meetings wait, at the wait, banks wait. all the time for some reason. You don't want to go to the rich party. Cause that's where you. Wear, that's where you wear the ring. He could wear the ring. It's fine, as long as people know that I have the ring and that it's being worn. <laughs> if they think it's him, that's fine. I like. I'd go to some of them, but every now and then, you know, there's gonna be like, ooh, that lady's throwing this party and is having this like charity thing. I don't want to go to that. You send a look like, or like uh, rich people have meetings at banks all the time for some reason. I don't want to go to meetings at banks. That's boring. Send my look like. In what it, world is my border? Do you win the lottery and you're just immediately thrust into the upper echelon of Listen, society? I don't know. I don't know how rich people operate. Okay, I don't know. They, there's lots of stuff going on in rich people world, but like, like, is your borderline friend having a wedding and they would be upset with you if you didn't make an appearance? But you don't feel like going. I'm sending my lookalike. He's on retainer at all times. He only has to work whenever I have something for him to do. The only other thing he has to do is make sure he's either eating more if I get bigger than him or works out if I lose weight and get smaller. That's the only thing he has to focus on. He just has to look as much like me at all times uh, so that he can go do the stupid stuff that I don't feel like doing. That's the number one thing I would spend money on if I won the lottery and was a super rich person. So you just pull an Avril Lavigne. Yes, yeah. exactly. That's exactly what I would do. So pull an Avril Lavigne and hire somebody to go like live my life for me while I just sit back and enjoy my in-home Whataburger. Okay. All right. Uh, anything else? So you want to take a quick break? I don't think so. I got to think about that one. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back with our guest, Jess. Hello, everybody. Thank you for hanging out with me and Ty as we power rank cool things we would buy if we won the lottery. Uh, hopefully you are having fun listening to this one. I thought this was so much fun uh, to record. I had a blast making my list for this. I love these episodes where we get to be a little more creative and weird with our list. So hopefully you're having a good time with it. We're going to be joined here in just a second by our friend Kev. Uh, Kev's been on the show a million times at this point, and he's just delightful. Kev is the host of the Austin Danger podcast and also Ammonite Movie Night podcast. And they're both very good and they're very fun. And Kev is just the funniest and kindest person of all time. So please go support him. Go listen to his shows. 
Um, wanted to jump in here real quick, let you guys know next week's episode. It's another music episode, which we love doing, uh, which means, of course, we have to bring back Tobin Hodges uh, to guest judge on that one. He's kind of our music guy. Uh, and we're going to be ranking songs that we're listening to lately. And so that doesn't just mean new release songs. It can be some new release songs, but it's just kind of whatever song has been whatever songs have been stuck in our head, whatever is like songs populate the playlist that we've been listening to, just kind of any songs that we've been in the mood to listen to lately. Um, that's what we're going to talk about. And so if you, uh, if you have any songs that have been stuck in your head, any songs that you like and want to share with people, uh, write us an email. Um, you can send that to rankingspod at gmail.com. Uh, you just type out an email and we'll read it out on the show. Or if you would rather your voice be heard, maybe you can play the song behind it. It'd be kind of a cool thing if you know anything about audio editing. Um, you can send that in the form of an MP3. Just make sure it stays under 90 seconds, please. All right, back to the episode. And we are back with this week's special guest judge, frequent guest judge. He's America's sweetheart, everybody's best friend, Kevin Riley. Kevin, what's up, dude? Hi, how's it going? Good. How are you, buddy? I'm doing okay, you know. Yeah. Good. Back, back on the show for yet another totally random category. Well, yeah. Yeah, you're 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 one of our go-to's for like this. This episode's a little weird. Who could we bring in for this? It's always Kev. <laughs> well, thanks. It's, it's always Kev, which well, is, I I I extend as a compliment. I promise. Um, Kev, it's been a minute. We're excited to have you back. This week's episode. Um, we, it, it's stuff that we would buy if we won the lottery with the, the rule though, that it has to be cool stuff. Okay. I could not be less interested in your portfolio or like investments or a retirement fund and not interested in it. I don't want to hear it. We'll bully you and boo you. If you when, try to start telling me about when you things. sent us your original list and it was all NFTs, Danny almost lost his mind. Yeah, I was I was like, do we just get a new judge? Do you think Kev would be mad? But we we stuck with it. I'm glad that you was, you shifted and like. Have it was a cool so weird. It was have you seen all, the the new apes? It was all John Bernthal NFTs, and we were just like, what, Kev? What are you doing? <laughs> They're great. I got that Shane season one exclusive foil New York Comic Con Shane NFT. I got that Wolf of Wall Street. Is he in that or is that? Uh, He's got to be in it, right? Um, Probably. No, he's in. Um, oh shoot! Oh, they're gonna kill me. Oh, I got that Punisher NFT. Yeah, but like, Punisher, like openly, go. like at a pro-choice rally, progressive liberal <laughs> Punisher. This Punisher studied philosophy. Okay, I got that NFT. The King Richard NFT with the short shorts on the tennis court. There we go. Oh my God! Isn't he's actually he... the only one that's bought that one. Isn't he amazing in King Richard? Of course, it's he's only not. Mine. He's exactly how <laughs> isn't good he, he is in King in Richard? Every single thing. He's just a body. He's yeah, John that's Bernthal right. In King Richard. <laughs> that's right. Well, sometimes you need just. What can I tell you? <laughs> why did we go? On... Why are we out of John Bernthal? What are we doing here? I don't know. There was like <laughs> when when podcast. King Richard came out, Kev was hardcore team John Bernthal. It was the funniest thing in the entire world. <laughs> You got to understand that morning in December on HBO Max, me doing work while watching King Richard was like wandering around in the Sahara Desert. And then there was an oasis and the oasis was John Bernthal. (laughs) He saved the whole thing for me. It would have been just just, all all of the discord like, guys, I'm just I'm so team John Bernthal's character and King Richard. And everyone's like, I didn't even know that was an option. 
I think I think I will say the reality of that is that people didn't respond and then it died. And then no one ever posted in that thing in that chat again and then it was deleted on time promptly. Yeah, the the John Bernthal fan club thread inside the King Richard channel did was not heavily populated unfortunately. <laughs> just Maybe a heads up for Maybe the listeners time. what we're dealing with. My left AirPod just died. I have 58% ah, there it is. on my right AirPod though. So I'm currently charging my left AirPod. Let's hope I can make the switch if my right AirPod dies while we're recording. This is a nightmare. This is amazing audio, though. This is going to be so awesome tomorrow. (laughs) But tonight a little hairy. Tonight a little hairy. With that, I think we should probably get trucking so that Ty can hear us for the entirety of this episode. Let's move on. Um, Kev, uh, you've been on here quite a few times before you're a frequent guest one of our favorites on the show you know how this goes but in case anybody's jumping in for the first time i'm going to read these lists out to you labeled list a and list b um ty and i are going to shut up for a bit and you get to break it down however you want you can break it apart one by one or you can give big sweeping judgments um talk about things you like talk about things you don't like doesn't really matter all you have to do is pick a winner so as long as you do that we're okay and i I assume you brought your own list correct i have yeah Perfect. So that'd be a great time to read that out. You just the only thing you really can't do is ask us specific questions that would give away whose list is whose before you've chosen a winner. I understand. But if we're ready, Ty, Kev, if we're good, I'll go ahead and read these lists out. By all means. List A, the honorable mentions are see a football game at every Power Five college, see a game at every EPL stadium, and see a game at every major league baseball stadium. Number ten is a private jet. Nine is a lifetime supply of Topo Chico. Eight is a build an old school local movie theater. Seven is private island. Six is travel the world for a year. Five is season box seats for your favorite sports franchise. Four is a lake house. Three is a used bookstore. Two is a 1969 Ford Bronco. And number one is a local record shop. List B, the honorable mentions are Smart House, Iron Man Suit, and a dinosaur because they're apparently affordable. Number 10 is the large one-ring movie prop used in the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Nine is a whole entire house for my dog. Eight is a maid. Seven is a 1968 Jeep Gladiator gutted and rebuilt as an electric vehicle. Six is dinner at Komoda in Issei City, Japan. Five is my own personal train. Four is steak in my favorite sports franchise. Three is a small town. Two is a house with a built-in Whataburger a la Richie Rich. And number one is a lookalike to go do stuff that I don't feel like doing. Kev, you have the floor. All right. So when I saw these two lists, you know, folks, I don't know about you. I'm a longtime listener of this show. You can see who's is who's right away. It's like tracing paper. You can see right through. <laughs> okay. Well, we can um, dispense with the anonymity then if we'd like. I mean, I mean, I, I will say that my guess is that Yesterday, when I contacted you guys about getting these lists, one of the rankings told me that they had not picked a theme yet for their honorable mentions, which Mm -hmm. tells me that that list day is tied. Don't say anything. However, a lookalike to go do stuff I don't feel like doing. (laughs) I don't know. You psyched yourself out. Could be anybody. You thought you knew whose list is whose, and you were probably right, and then you psyched (laughs) yourself out. 
That's how the rankings get you, dude. Yeah, it totally psyched me out. So now I don't know what to think. I will say that you guys did fall in the two lists that someone would make, right? A, like totally reasonable, pretty small scale, you know, obviously private jet and, you know, the old, you know, build a movie theater is wild and private island, of course. Um, But, you know, it's the things that you dream of to live like a nice life. And then list B went closer to my list, which is just like a complete kind of cartoon where you ride your little train around a small town into your Whataburger home. <laughs> Wait till you hear the name um, of the train. Yeah. We figured out yeah, a name. I had for to the hear train. that. And it's it's perfect and but also sounds kind of dirty at the same time. It's also bad. Yeah. On brand for this show. On brand yeah. for the show. Welcome to the right. Um so while I respect list A, I think that because my preferences are the cartoony world of list B, list B is the winner. Thank you very much. I very much appreciate yeah. it. That is exactly what I thought. Okay, great. I will take that win well, with grace. You get, with you get a free trip very from nice. the Weisler Whistler across country. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it was? It was the Bronco. It was the record shop. Like, obviously, the honorable mention was a tell. That's like, I didn't, I just tried to forget that for this. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, very cool. Yeah. I will say, though, that hey, that lookalike is very Thai. That was a very yeah. smart number one. I mean, we're both. I was so pro- okay, what are we saying? We're, what are we saying? It's a smart pick, so no, it's Thai. No, what are we saying, saying here? No, I'm it's saying that. Because it's a lazy I'm pick. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. It, I was so proud when I thought of that. I was like, oh, that's going straight to the top of my list. Well done. That was an expert move. Um, so tell me about. Uh, Komada first. I want to hear about Oh, yeah. Uh, Komada is a sushi restaurant. It's a three Michelin star sushi restaurant in Ise, Japan. And they serve uh, what they call omakase style, which... uh, What was the translation? It was like... The translation is, I'm leaving it up to you. Which means that you go sit down and the chef is going to serve you whatever he wants to serve you and whatever he thinks will give you the best dining experience and whatever he thinks that you would like the most. Um, and I, it's, it's expensive. Like, obviously it's a three Michelin star restaurant, which I'm pretty sure is as high as it goes, but it's, you sit down and you've got this man who's a, literally a master. Who's like the, someone, one of the best in the world at what he does. And he is tailoring a, sushi menu to you that just sounds like the coolest thing ever that's beautiful that's great yeah that's great it sounds so cool um what else did i have for you guys what's the name of the train let's talk the about wiser the whistler <laughs> the wiser whistler that's really good yeah that's how i came up with that it's like definitely a name a of a train a but train. also it's like that sounds dirty that's <laughs> <laughs> I, I also I have no idea if you can just have a train like I don't because like you have to work with train schedule. It's a very big part of trains working with other train schedules. I, I don't know if you can just like have your own train or if I have to just like have my own box car that I attach to already running. Tra- I have no idea what like, the logistics look like. But in this world, I'm super rich and it's not my problem. I just say, here's money. Go what make if you it had happen. A- You're going to Marty McFly yeah. trains? <laughs> yes. That's a, that's what if you had a boxcar that could convert to like off-road so you could just drive to a different train track and then hook up with another train? A la, okay, a so la just, Wild it's Wild a truck. West. You just... just 
a train that can do anything. Just describing like a box. I don't want a box van, Ty. I want it's a very little driving that you you'd obviously have a driver, but it could go off of the train track and attach itself to another train if you wanted to like get on a different Let's, schedule. Again, I'm a super rich person. Not my problem. I tell people what I want to happen, and I throw millions of dollars at them, and it happens. That's what Danny rich becomes do. the worst person in the world when he's rich. Bingo, baby. I'm imagining that that the train is on a track that is built in the small town via your rich person infrastructure. It's actually yeah. not a full size yeah, train. And it just it's connects one of those with... small trains. It's just Danny <laughs> riding around with a conductor's hat on around this town. <laughs> Listen, that sounds like a good life. And no one else sounds can like ride his look alike is just sitting in a bar waiting to be told what to do. <laughs> He's got one of those electric fence. You know those like the invisible fences for dogs where it's like got a yeah. frequency like that, but for people that he turns on and off when he's off the train, mm-hmm. so you can't touch it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You guys get me. This is my train. You, you get what I'm. You get what I'm trying to do. I don't want anybody else. If you have train. a full size um, train, are you pro or anti hobos getting on one of the cars? Pro, I think it's cool, and I think it makes for only a fun if they story. have one of those bandanas that they can fit their entire life into attached to a stick. Yes, yeah, it is required. Yeah, the, the bin. I also have it. Like the price of admission is a cool story. Yeah. That's what I need. <laughs> um, a couple other things: a dinosaur because they're affordable. This is the Dominion. This is the Jurassic yeah. World bit. Yeah, Jurassic yeah. World Fallen Kingdom, where uh, an Ankylosaurus is like $10 million, which is shocking. I just want to – I would buy a few of those, and those are my outdoor pets now. It's insane. Just because yeah. it would be cool to have. It's a trilogy yeah, my- of movies, you know. It's a trilogy of movies with the mood of the teen greeter at Walmart, right? <laughs> what time is it? Right. How much longer do I have? <laughs> exactly. Um, also, I make sure you know, uh, my honorable mention smart house. It, I didn't mean like a house with Alexa integration. I mean, from the 1999 right. Disney channel movie, smart house. That was my next I question. Su- Katie Seagal. Yes. Um, I think that's on the Bef- Austin wheel. You know, we may do it on before the she turns kind of evil because the kid programs her to be crazy. Uh, it's before that. I want it as it comes, which is perfect. It like cleans the house for you and cooks dinner for you and basically is also your personal assistant and it feeds a dog and it does all this cool stuff. Yeah. Talk about movies we grew up with. You know, that was one we didn't get Disney in our yeah. cable package until mad late. And I was bummed because I missed Smart House and then they ran it yeah. or something. And yeah, grew up with that. Smart um, rule. Everything else, you know, Tupo Chico makes sense. An old school local movie theater. Yeah, two screens. Who wouldn't have that? Two screens. Two screens. And it would be on, like, I, I have f- the perfect street picked out, like, close to where I live, where it's kind of, it still has, like, it's like a historic street in my neighborhood, so it still has, like, that Main Street look. Like, they actually have, like, an old movie theater that yes. they converted into a concert hall, so you can go see, like, bands play. Uh, but it's on that street, walking distance to like all these good restaurants and bars and everything, but just two screens, one screen plays Top Gun Maverick. And then the next screen just plays whatever movie I want. I was going to say the next screen plays Top Gun Maverick also. Cause we, what you don't need the next screen really. just you plays can get two tickets. that two second clip of Emily Blunt in edge of tomorrow. 
on a loop. <laughs> just over and over on repeat on a loop. permanently. Do you, I would get so much Ooh. money. No, out of you Danny. can't have that movie theater. It attracts the weirdest would, people. It attracts Danny the weirdest would people. Spend that his theater. entire fortune on that one screen. <laughs> <laughs> he would drive that as if it were a movie made out of the Edison lab. No, you know what you should do? You should have the Emily Blunt. Have you ever seen the old Nickelodeons where you would like rev it up and look into the binoculars? Yeah. Like one of those, but it's the Emily Blunt. <laughs> I don't like what we're saying about me Terrible. Here. Terrible. I don't appreciate this corner. Let's get, let's get Danny that for Christmas. He's never going to leave his house. <laughs> a giant, a giant copper Nickelodeon for his living room. His parents are going to be thrilled to, to hear about this gift. It's too. I, I don't live with my parents. <laughs> Still, yeah, but they're gonna, you know, they're never gonna see him again. Is that what you people think of me? I didn't assume. I didn't assume, <laughs> but I imagine that's something you would mention as being in the corner of your of your place. Yeah, maybe a two hundred pound golden binocular. That's head. anything I tell anybody about. It's, <laughs> it's under a. It's under a dramatic cloak. <laughs> Check this out, dude. Uh, anything else you have questions about, comments about, concerns about? Um, you guys want to hear my yes. 10? Please, desperately. So um, not from the same pool of money, like a cartoon, you know, yeah. all different episodes. Yeah, purposely didn't give myself rules here, didn't give a dollar amount. Just I just thought it'd be fun to talk about cartoony rich things. Um, oh, before I do this, do you remember, remember that Bare Naked Lady song, If I Had a Million Dollars, I'd Buy You a yes. House? Yeah. It, it was the New York Lotto ad for years here. Uh, let me tell you, remember when houses, remember when you could buy a house for a million dollars? Me neither. Um, all right. Well, you could buy a nice house in Sherman for a million dollars. Is that dude. so? Big old My, house. Semi-mansion The last house. house, it was so run down, but it was in a nice part of Houston. And the landowner who lives in Oklahoma finally figured out that it was worth some money. And it's not a very big lot, but it's just great location. Sold it for $1.9 million. <laughs> And we were paying like two hundred dollars each for rent. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. That's wild. Well, what do I know? Folks? Yeah, you only what live in I New know? York, where it costs three hundred thousand dollars for a bathroom. <laughs> it's true. A slice of pizza is like twenty-five bucks these days, and then you got a tip. It's wild. Anyway, uh, 10 things I would do if I won the lottery. Number one, buy an apartment in Chicago with a recording studio built in and go do Austin Danger podcast, probably in batches, in person. That would be awesome. Um, That's rad. Because doing podcasts on Zoom is very easy and very nice, but it is not the same thing. Um, Number two is the real practical plan I would do, which is there's a rundown Bowtie Cinemas, which is a chain in the Northeast on uh, 86th Street here. And I pass it every time I'm in the area. And every time I'm like, oh, if I had money, I would totally buy that property. And I would uh, put a redundant movie theater there. But I'd make it so nice. The AMC where rats climb the walls openly all the time. <laughs> uh, check Yelp. It's in Yelp reviews. It's true. I've seen it. Um, it would go out of business. It'd be great. And I would like lose money on that for like five years. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And that'd be, be awesome. Very fun Who cares? Yeah. Uh, number three, I would collaborate on a track with the guy who produced Friday and makes other singles for Rich Kid's Daughters. Okay. Okay. You guys are familiar with the guy who raps on Friday, who is a 
record producer who does this for rich folks kids oh the rebecca black friday yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah okay yeah. yeah it took me a second wow Wait, uh, what? Can what are we? Th- what are we thinking here? What's the thought behind to- this? I can't know until I get in the room. It's art. <laughs> this is art. You gonna wing the whole thing? <laughs> it's not. It's not wung. It winged. I guess it's not wung. Say. It's art. It's art. <laughs> it's art. It's not wung. It's art. Put that on a t-shirt right this now. This is art. It. It's not wung. It's art. Is the quote <laughs> of the episode. <laughs> Uh, number four, I would fill a vault with chocolate coins so that it would melt yes. and be soft enough for me to dive in like Scrooge McDuck in DuckTales. Okay. Yeah. Um, num- incredible choice. In, uh, absolutely incredible choice. We did have that sort of brought up when Ty mentioned his lifetime supply of Topo Chico. Mm. Um, I said that I wanted to swim in a pool of Topo Chico to see what it would feel like. And that, of course, turned into a Scrooge McDuck gold coins conversation the room would have to be lightly heated and then immediately freezing cooled when i left so that the chocolate you know it's really like a five use product yeah Yeah. (laughs) but what a way to waste you know probably just a hundred thousand but you're telling me you don't want to dive into a huge pile of metal coins (laughs) (laughs) seems suboptimal to me personally kids are soft these days You've it's changed, true. Blame Kev. blame it on me. I'm a millennial. <laughs> See, Scrooge McDuck. Scrooge McDuck. Video games. I, I think Scrooge might be from the silent generation, not even the greatest. <laughs> anyway, number five, I would rent out a theater to play Jurassic World Dominion and fill it with my least favorite people oh. in the world. Um, <laughs> you know, a lot of people talk about bad movies. You know, you talk about. Uh, well, I'll actually talk about one in a moment. Um, but there's nothing worse than a cold, cynical, boring movie, and that movie's as cold, cynical, and boring as it gets, or so I'm told. I would can you never. Name, can you name drop one person that would be in attendance, please? Um, the guy who called me Tubby for trying to cross 23rd Street on his bike. Yeah, yeah. Get his ass in there. Get his Get ass him in that theater. And he's he's Get only allowed cool. to he's have. Not leaving. Who I'll says Tubby? Security. He's only allowed to have three-day-old stale popcorn and that one hot dog that's been on the thing for way too long. <laughs> I, no, no drink. drink. I gotta be real. You get old popcorn and no drink, you dork. I'm oh. working security. I'm working the door. Nobody's getting out. For the record, the last time anybody called anybody else tubby unironically, they dreamed that in 2022 there would be flying cars. <laughs> so... <laughs> Just saying. Uh, speaking of, Kev, I I played offensive line in high school. Nobody's getting out that door if I'm if I'm blocking <laughs> it. You don't have to worry about quick feet, I get quick it. hands. Uh, speaking of number six, I would hire the Marvel dietitians and trainers to give me that Kumail Nanjiani transformation. I yes. want it to be sickening. I want it yeah. to be gross. Yeah, how objectively I healthy I would be. Grossly ripped, Kev showing up to the seventy yeah. mm meetups, beating everybody Looking like up. Looking like J.K. Oh, Simmons. It would be disgusting. <laughs> just veins <laughs> popping everywhere. Zack Snyder's just in a corner. Um, JK, rolling. you don't have to be Jack. You're playing. You're you're playing Commissioner Gordon. You don't have to be Jack, dude. What I'm, I'm a Zack Snyder is stalking Kev. You got to be in my next movie, man. You got to be in my next movie. <laughs> what is it about? It's about an accountant, but he's got to be love, jacked. <laughs> I would love, by the way, 
like to meet with Zack Snyder and get in his head because I bet his stuff makes total sense when you talk to him about it. I don't know. <laughs> I bet I bet that stuff reads awesome on the page. I don't know if that in that <laughs> guys, meeting. Guys. Okay, so like the zombie's going to have a wife, but she's also going to be pregnant. <laughs> what if the whole movie looked like trash on purpose? <laughs> God, what a stupid bad Wait, guys, idea. it's a movie about uh, zombies. Speaking of which, let's play zombies at the end. Like, let's play Zombie by the Cranberries. You know the Cranberries song? <laughs> Our audience is idiots, so we I, have to do this. I liked the Snyder Cut, you know? I thought it was fine. But, man, that that was such a, like, hey, wait a minute, is Zach... Sta- no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, is he back? Nope. No, he's not back. He's never back, ever. It took my dude four hours to make a movie that made sense. Crazy. Uh, number seven, I would make a movie and I had some like actual like sentimental idea here. But what I would actually do, it hit me. I was walking today and I was like, oh, this is what I'll do. Over the weekend, I watched a movie called Pinocchio, which is exactly it's exactly how you think it is. OK, what I would do is I would buy the rights to all of the blue screen and volume LED screen footage of Tom Hanks. OK. And then I would bring Tom in because apparently after this movie, he'll do anything clearly. Um, And I would have him play all of the roles and I would superimpose him into the film playing all the roles, including Pinocchio. I will watch this. Um, And it would be making Pinocchio. It's like he, Tom Hanks is Pinocchio and also Geppetto. And I would fix the Pinocchio that we have. Yes. I would fix it. Kev, can you rank the Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks and Elvis, Tom Hanks and Pinocchio? Okay, I will. Okay, because you asked, I'll do it. Now, he the thing the thing about Pinocchio that people are missing because they want to dunk on Tom Hanks this year so much, and I get I get why because Elvis, oh the snowman, like I get it, like it's crazy. He's actually trying to go for the original Pinocchio voice acting in that role. Oh, Pinocchio, you're just a little boy. You're a little wooden boy. My son, Pinocchio. Like, he's like he's doing it. He's yeah. trying. Colonel Tom is his own creation. He's a, he's a sick man. I don't know where that comes from in your brain. And then Boz is like, that's how we'll frame it. Can I pitch you another idea, Kev? You remake Brokeback Go Mountain, it. but it's Tom Hanks from Pinocchio and Tom Hanks from Elvis. With the same voices. I just don't know. I don't. <laughs> yeah, you're about. I don't know. I don't know. Please say I don't know how to quit you in that voice. Thank you. Please do it. Please do it. I need it for this podcast. <laughs> oh, my boy. I don't know how to quit you. <laughs> It gave me the heebie-jeebies <laughs> in the worst way. That's, he says, I just can't quit you, but whatever. I would, whatever. Oh my God. I I would see that movie a million times. <laughs> what a snow job. Anyway. Incredible. Incredible. <laughs> um, number eight, The Bane, The Dark Knight Rises pop vinyl. Not the animated series, but The Dark Knight Rises. Uh, Bane. Um I turned the down Funko Pop. <laughs> I turned down spending sixty dollars on it, and I think now it's like eighty bucks. And I would definitely buy that if I won the lottery, because eighty dollars for a pop vinyl is a lot of money. I think it may be worth more now, but 
<laughs> okay, so is this a Beanie Baby situation where you're just like, dude, these are going to be worth so much? Oh, no, I yeah, want We it. told I you not Beanie. to talk about NFTs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what is Funko if not the forefront of fungible tokens, right? That's a good point. Fungible tokens. Hey, at least with NFTs, like your your partner won't walk into the living room with disgust to see a wall of them. <laughs> right? Like a wall of it's only if they log on to your laptop. Yeah. <laughs> um, number nine, a lot of people with money have been starting wrestling companies lately, and I feel like that might be a fun thing to do. Um Although, if you follow wrestling this last couple of weeks, you have seen that if you really love wrestling, maybe starting a wrestling company is not something you would want to do. Because then when your top drawing card starts acting out in public, in front of the press, things can go get kind of hairy. So, I'm kind of iffy on it. That's why it's number nine. But start a wrestling company for sure. Can you be a duo? Oh, absolutely. You guys can come. Yeah, go come in and just get hurt. I don't care that it's Stone Cold Steve Austin's move, but I am catching a beer every single time and just pouring it on myself. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's our whole shtick is we just steal all these other wrestlers' special moves. Can you smell? (laughs) It's been done. We just blatantly copy them. (laughs) You know what's crazy about that is that that also has been done. (laughs) Oh, dang it. (laughs) I thought I had a good idea. That was a good idea. It is a good idea. It works. If I just... What if I just call myself the Big Show? <laughs> I just do big everything well, the Big Show did. Greatest intro song. What if I just used his intro and like he's, wore his costume? He's in AEW right now, but his name, I believe his his full name is well, his name is Paul White because right. that's his name. But his big thing is no more BS because he can't use Big Show because that's a WWE oh. copy. Oh. See, I in this scenario, you're super rich, so I would do it and just make you pay all the legal fees. Oh yeah, that'll go over. Does great. he still that'll walk out to the song? Because yeah. that's the greatest walkout song. It's a uh, he doesn't really come out a lot like that. He doesn't really wrestle very often. Right. I think it's a pretty generic theme, honestly. I that's love it. it. <laughs> well. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love that. That's my favorite thing, especially like when I got into wrestling, it, it would be like uh, the sign that something really boring was about to happen. <laughs> well, oh my God. Um, my last thing is I would become a nomad. Okay. I would just go around nice. and be free. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Live, but, but you're rich. So you live in a very nice van. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It'd be glamping the hobo life. My, <laughs> I'm in. I'm in a. I'm. I'm a like a nomad, but in like a top of the line RV. Yeah, I'd have a Dolce and Gabbana bindle over my shoulder. Yeah, I'm actually homeless. full of like golden combs. What are you talking about? You just walked out of the Ritz. Yeah, no, I'm homeless. I'm a nomad. Your RV is bigger than my house. What are you talking about? I'm a nomad, dude. I don't have a home. It Free be, spirit, baby. It'll be nice to move around. I don't know. I wrote these in two minutes on the train last it's week gr- and didn't change them at all. Pay. I think they turned out okay. My girlfriend just asked me if buy her a horse was on the list, and it is certainly a, a very honorable mention. Although the logistics around buying a horse, uh, maybe take that Bane Pop vinyl off the list, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's the one. <laughs> you can that's the one you take Bane off the list. Bane Funko Pop with buying your girlfriend a horse. That makes the sense. people I hate have to see Jurassic World Dominion. <laughs> and you're... Girlfriend's horse is also in the theater. 
that is for me that is a divine punishment that is a you go to hell and that's your punishment (laughs) i have to be in a room with a horse for two hours (laughs) goodness uh okay anything else we ready to move on I'm ready to. I'm ready to. I'm ready to oh, go, uh, bleh, bleh, here's. Yes. I think if you're going to be a nomad, there's a drawback because I feel like you have to be really into whatever Gwyneth Paltrow does. Whatever Gwyneth Paltrow does with like her candles, mm. her vagina candles. I feel like you really have to be into that yeah, if you're goop. A you have to be. You have to buy goop stuff. I think that's like a. Or you have to poop a, in a bucket like Francis McDormand. Roll the talks. road, yeah. <laughs> I'm. I would. You know what? I think I'm just going to take that off the list then. <laughs> if I have to subscribe Sorry, to any of this, I'm out. Listen, we didn't yeah. make the rules, okay? We're just sharing what we If you're into the rich, no bad lifestyle, you have to also be into the goop lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. You have to buy everything that Gwyneth Paltrow sells in the goop magazine. <laughs> or poop in a bucket. Those are your two options. You do not have well, other options. One is more attractive than the other oh, at this point. Yes. Which, please tell the me movie which. theater, they have to poop in buckets because the bathroom's out of order. <laughs> I mean, now we're getting into like... You just created the movie theater from hell and I love it. <laughs> look, they, they just can't leave. Put like a dead... They can go to yeah, the bathroom. I told you, dude, I'm, I'm covering the door. Put you like don't have a to worry. Listen, in the back of the you... theater. Make it smell real bad. <laughs> I would run the trailer for um, The King's Man (laughs) 10 times in a row. (laughs) And then run the Titanic 3D trailer 10 times in a row. Any trailer that's ever annoyed me runs 10 times in a row before. What if it's just like Jurassic World Dominion, Jurassic World Dominion, like keep going, keep going to the point where they're like, this is hell, it will never end. And then a new movie starts. But it's just Ezra Miller's movie reel. And it's just like, you faked him out for a second. No. And then it's just like, ah, oh, crap. <laughs> Even I have Here's what limits. we do. We, we, we go with Ty's dead fish in a bucket idea in the back of the theater. You play Finding Dory and sell them on a smell vision <laughs> Oh, that movie's even it's worse. 4D. <laughs> That's what we do. Talk about it. It's the 4D most authentic movie going experience you're ever going to have. It's just dead fish because this movie is Finding Dory. Ah, uh, you know, I think you know, watching Waterworld. Yes. That's even worse. You're playing Waterworld with dead fish in the theater. See, but I like yeah, Waterworld, Water so it's like it's tough. Yeah, but it's like the extended edition of Waterworld, that's where it's an Ulysses extra hour. Yeah, that's the best version of it. The Ulysses cut makes the movie good, unfortunately. So. That's tough. It's tough. It needs that room to breathe and smell all those dead fish. Um, where's where's where, our water? How'd we go? Hollywood. How'd we get uh, here? Something about a horse. Uh, we got a, we got an email this week uh, from our buddy Highlander. He hey. just sent in the top five list, and his number five is learn how to fly a helicopter, then have Airwolf built. What's, nice. Do we know what Airwolf is? Is it Take like a flying a wolf? I have no is idea. That, is that from the old TV show from the 80s, Airwolf? I don't I don't know. I maybe that fits with Highlander's I'd look interests. it up, but my internet's that, out. I'm surprised that like I'm looking it up now and I'm looking at the Airwolf. And I'm honestly surprised. Shaking. I can tell he's googling it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised that uh we haven't seen a lot more Airwolf nostalgia. Like, no one paints a helicopter and brings it to a con. I'm very surprised. Oh, that sounds fun. 
Um, his number four is open a movie store just so I could sit and watch movies and argue with customers all day. Yeah. So kind of like so, Ty's record shop idea. So you just, just want clerks. Store. I cut video you store. Clerks is what you want. <laughs> the one guy from Clerks. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like it. Uh, number three, hire a team to investigate the JFK assassination. What we is know who did it. It was Ted Cruz. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's the story we're sticking to. Uh, number two, fund scientific research into teleportation technology. Okay. No more supply chain issues, but build it in a sealed environment with a failsafe against contamination because flies. I'll invest. I'll invest in this. Okay. Good joke. Uh, and his number one, which oh, has me a I little didn't get concerned that joke until for just now. Sorry. I didn't get the fly joke until just now. Danny, you've never seen that movie, so yeah. <laughs> the Fly. What movie is it? The Fly. Oh no, I'm busy. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Too busy. Uh, number one is buy a mountain and build a compound on top with barbed wire, <laughs> motion sensors, and seismic okay. detectors, so that if anything larger than a hundred pounds stepped on my mountain, I would be alerted and could use my drones to determine who's trespassing. Highlander, we good? You but- know how I beat. You know how right. I overtake his compound? Get an army of children to oh. rush his compound because they all weigh <laughs> under 100 pounds. Thousands of 70-pound children Wolverines. to storm his compound. He'll never see him coming, dude. <laughs> I love that Ty's first instinct is like, how do I conquer this? That's exactly <laughs> when someone's like, I want to build this like impenetrable fortress. I'm like, okay, where's the weak spot? Where's the drain where I can send the orc in with with the gunpowder? <laughs> this is just let my dude be happy on his mountain, okay? You don't have to. How do I sneak it. into this compound? <laughs> uh, and then we got another. One. It's not an email. He just sent it as a Discord message, but he said, uh, "My number two is a live supply, lifetime supply of peanut M and M's, and my number one is a freezer just yes. for peanut M and M's." That's my buddy. Shout out! If you do not Let's put your peanut peanut m&ms in the freezer it will change your life i promise you that's a throwback to episode one of yeah. the rankings very first episode we ever did we talked about peanut it was the M&Ms only the advice danny ever took from me and he actually liked it mm-hmm. never, never again. again but there's that one one shining <laughs> moment um similar piece of advice for friends in the northeast entenmann's chocolate donuts Ooh. Uh, cannot be eaten outside of the refrigerator. Are those like the are those like the kind of like plasticky like ones? They're not the little ones. They're the big ones. Oh, they're like full size yes. donuts. But oh, yeah, they're full size donuts. Interesting. But but they do taste like there's a little bit of plastic in here, probably. But they're still very good. What's well, a little bit of plastic <laughs> if you get to have that? Donut. Yeah, listen, that's not a complaint. I bought some of those from Aldi's last week. Did you not so. see Crimes of the oh, Future? Okay. Not, not that that's specific we're gonna brand. Be we're going to be eating plastic. No, of course I didn't. Of course I didn't see Crimes of the Future. Are you kidding me? Have <laughs> the, we met before? <laughs> the idea of Danny seeing a David Cronenberg movie is uh, the probability is low. Have I ever seen a David Cronenberg movie? Can before I in add? My life? You to love my Crash. List that I want to buy a theater and make Danny watch every David Cronenberg movie. <laughs> How are you gonna make? Me I have do enough this money, man. My question. Yeah, I would. I'm gonna hijack the. I would hire. Whistler. 
bring you down here. <laughs> Get an army of yep. children to take over the train. Exactly. He was in a short f- five years ago called Pig Goat Banana Cricket, where he played Dr. Cronin Bird. Yeah, it's probably for Who is children. This guy? Who is this guy? Probably somebody who likes to do nice things for children. This guy, David Cronenberg, um, is like. I love him as a person, and I cannot stand his movies, <laughs> like, at all. I'm looking at his IMDb now. I don't think I've heard of a single thing that he's He's like directed. Lynch. I love Lynch. I hate Lynch movies, but I, I want to hang out with him. That's fair. I get I it. I love Existence with a Z. Welcome to law. Existence. Wow. I don't think I've seen that. Danny, one. he's the body, he's the body horror guy. Busy. I don't have time. A lot of body horror. Ooh, no, I'm be- just don't have time. My day is booked, unfortunately. <laughs> I would, you know what I would do if I won the lottery? I would hire you all to do We Should Watch a Movie Again on the condition that I got to pick oh. every time. And oh, you no. just go through David Cronenberg's entire deal, do Citizen Kane and all that. I actually that. love that. Listen, I could be I could be easily bought if anybody wants, wants to do this. I can be bought so easily and honestly for way cheaper than you probably think. <laughs> So, God, I love um, the idea of the army of children. That's so funny. <laughs> just Seventy-pound kids with guns just storming Highlanders Mountain. Just a bunch Goodness. of like, just a bunch of like second graders bum rushing a compound. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I've made three um, oh. AirPod switches this entire time, almost flawless. I've noticed they've all gone om- they've all gone almost yeah. smoothly. I so didn't notice smoothly. at all. So we've done a great job. <laughs> this is amazing. Uh, before we get out of here, I want to talk about Kev. Uh, you host a couple of podcasts. Yeah, you know, Ammonite um, Movie Night, a show I do with my buddy Jared about whatever movie we want. Usually, not anything on Danny's radar ever. Respectfully. Um, yeah, it's it's true. I there I've listened to very few episodes of Ammonite Movie Night, and it's not because I don't love you and support you. It's because I've never seen any of the movies you guys cover. It's true. Star Wars Episode One, nothing. <laughs> Apparently not. Um, Batman, nineteen eighty nine. Nope. Uh, no, we are currently Ammonite is currently on what I'm calling the twenty twenty two Hyundai Hiatus, uh, which means that very good. my buddy Jared has gotten very busy, and so we're taking off September October. Uh, question mark we will return when it is time and it will be a wonderful thing but those episodes are up they will live forever the sound quality gets way better uh down the road so there you go um we also host what do i also do oh yeah austin danger podcast adp baby adp remember when ty used to send in those voicemails to austin danger podcast the roundy roundtable i have a real job now kev i'm no longer a security guard where all i do is just think of the voicemails i will send y'all during the day (laughs) Well, we loved it and, you know, whenever, you know, I'm just joking around. Um, Yeah, so Austin Danger Podcast, if you somehow have not heard of it, is a randomly curated podcast where we talk about the movies made by the people who made Austin Powers. From Mike Myers to, who else is in Austin Powers? Rob Lowe to, like, The Key Grip and The Best Boy and The Drivers who brought people to Spielberg. Uh, Those have been links. Spielberg, because he did a cameo in Goldmember. Yeah. Exactly. Um, if you're listening to this, when it comes out, our Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope episode is out, which is great. I'm very proud of that. 
And next week's episode is a Wisa Watch movie classic, Con Air, with oh. Nicolas Cage and John Malkovich. Oh. Oh. I cannot wait um, for that discussion. Yes. Has, Con Air is good. Seen which, it? Con Air is good. Which I watched today. I watched it today for the first time. Neither of us oh. have seen it. Oh. Neither of us have seen it. So. Oh, my God. Con Air is um, good. I'm so Put down excited. that rabbit. You yeah. put when do down you record that, that? We record... We're going to be recording... The night before this episode goes up. So Wednesday night. Okay, so I still have time to send in a voicemail requesting a, an impression of Nicolas Cage and Connor. Absolutely, Perfect. and I'm working on it already as we speak anyway, so great. Thank you. Great. Bless you. Thank you for that. <laughs> um, yeah, so the show is mostly randomly curated, but I do want to say in October we'll be doing the five Scream movies that have been released. And I, I should, I guess I can say that we're going to be doing Scream 6 when it comes out. So that's cool. And Wait, then there's another Scream around movie Christmas time. Like, didn't one just there's come like out? two. Yeah. Oh wow. We gotta churn them yeah, out. I guess so. We gotta Big strike. Scream, scream, strike while the iron's really, hot. Really pining for this. <laughs> it made money, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I liked Scream Five, but spoilers for that episode <laughs> of Austin, I guess. Um. And then we're also doing Christmas on Pandora asterisk pending ticket availability. <laughs> so um, we're definitely doing the first Avatar because if you know yeah. the show, you know that it started from a joke about Avatar. Long story short. Mm-hmm. And then if we can get into Avatar 2, we'll be doing that the next week, which is like the day after Christmas. <laughs> Will you be going to see Avatar the re-release in theaters? Next Saturday at 2 p.m. on the biggest IMAX screen in the country. I already got my ticket. Yeah. Love it. Have you met Kev? Of course he's going to go see it. Oh, yeah. Look, Avatar the movie. I don't know if you said it, but are you seeing it in 3D or 2D? It is an IMAX 3D, all the bells and whistles you can imagine. Yeah. Everything and more. And most of the theater was sold out when I got my ticket. And I had just gotten the notification, by the way. So if that doesn't tell you about the cultural footprint of Avatar... Oh, 3D Susan Sarandon, that's going to look awesome. Yeah, I, I hate it. Yep. It's my least yep. favorite bit that that's you it. do. I hate it so much. <laughs> you know what's crazy about Avatar, though, is that Paul Reiser isn't in it, but there's a guy who looks, talks like, acts, sure? and is the role that Paul Reiser played in Aliens in Avatar. It's wild. It's a real... Yeah. Are you sure Paul Reiser's no, not No, it's not Avatar? Paul Reiser, isn't it? The brother from... No, it's not. It's the, it's, uh, the guy from... Uh... Oh, he has the super. He has an extremely Italian last name. Um, oh my gosh, he's one of those guy actors. It's Giovanni Ribisi yeah. of Titanic. Yeah. Is that who you're thinking of? Oh, I think it's him. I don't really remember. I watched it two oh, years God. ago, and there's still not a lot I remember. But I've always maintained that the IMAX 3D of Avatar is one of the best experiences I've ever had watching a movie. Uh, God knows what it's about. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good point. I'm glad you get to relive it. That's very yeah, exciting. Yeah, so those are fun. Uh, Ammonite could expect it to come back. We will tell you. Don't call us. We'll call yeah. you. Austin Austin every Monday. Life's good. Beautiful. How much Beautiful. unobtainium are you buying um, with their lottery money? <laughs> um. Well... You know, the pandemic took a toll on a lot of things, and that includes the value of unobtainium. So I've already bought right. a great deal of it at a at a wholesale price. 
You're just waiting for it to, I'm to shoot just... back up. <laughs> yeah. Yet another Beanie Baby situation. I'm sitting on a lump of unobtainium in a big plastic bag <laughs> right now. That's that, that that awful squelching noise that I'm going to try to noise gate out before I send this and fail. Maybe I just don't know what unobtainium is. That's unobtainium. That's what they're trying to get in Avatar. I was picturing... And no, I know. It's cleverly I was picturing, named. A, I was picturing like a crystal or like a rock, and, te- or, and Kev said it it's squelched. Cleverly so. named. I don't know. What it is. I don't know what it does because it's unattainable. <laughs> yeah, because everyone watching this movie is an <laughs> idiot, so we have to call our element unobtainium because you're all stupid. That movie was in development for years, okay? And they used millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. The line on the day was unobtainium. Did, did you ever see that South Park episode where they're talking about how movies are being more stupid and they're like watching the whatever zookeeper movie Kevin James was in where the he could talk to the animals and it's like Kevin James is yeah, in a the, movie. The F zookeeper? you come watch it. He's a zookeeper. F you. <laughs> like that's what I love that. That's one. what yeah. I feel like when I watch Avatar. <laughs> it's basically Pocahontas. F you Well, we'll see. What if Titanic was blue? <laughs> no Kathy Bates either. Get in line. Hey, the one movie where they made 3D work. This is it. I don't know. Did you not see Journey to the God. Center of the Earth? That was great. I saw Journey 2 in IMAX 3D. And if you haven't seen it, it's the one. This is the, probably the third time I'm mentioning this on this show. But it's the movie where Michael Caine rides a giant bee and goes, whoa. Yeah. Uh, an early Dwayne Johnson as action god moment awful film I highly recommend it terrible movie please watch it Uh, alright let's get out of here I was the only person who saw it and I worked at the theater so I saw it for free (laughs) that's why you're the only person that saw it nobody else would pay for it that's right all right, let's get out. All thanks for listening to the rankings. Huge thank you to our good friend Kev. Listen, to Austin Danger Pod. Listen, to Midnight Movie Night. They're delightful because Kev is delightful. Uh, please rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Rank Kings Pod. Don't forget the double K in the middle. Join our Discord; it's free, and you can find the link in our social media bios and our show notes. We will be back with an episode next week. Until then, money. If it does not bring you happiness, will at least help you be miserable and comfort. See ya. Bye. Peace and love.